the arts continue to grow and thrive and are a priority in Mississippi and in Jackson. And that's not the case in every city. This is Soul Sessions, conversations on culture from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm Kim Lewis, along with Paul Wolf, bringing you a look at the people, places, and events that make us the city with soul. And today's guest is the executive director of the Mississippi Arts Commission, Sarah Story. Sarah became executive director of the Arts Commission in November of 2020. She leads the state agency in its mission to be a catalyst for the arts and creativity in Mississippi. Having spent much of her career in museum administration, she previously served as the executive director of the UML AUF Sculpture Garden and Museum in Austin, Texas. I can't wait to hear from Sarah. Let's start the show. Can you share a little bit with us about who you are and about the work you do? Absolutely. So I'm the executive director of the Mississippi Arts Commission, which is our statewide arts agency for the state of Mississippi. And I just moved back in November to Jackson, where I grew up, to take this job after Malcolm White retired. So I'm super excited to be back. Um, It's been a great seven months so far and excited for the next year. It seems like just yesterday you came back to Jackson. And of course, amidst COVID-19, you came from Austin, Texas. Is that right? That's correct. And what were you doing in Austin? I was the director of a sculpture garden and art museum in the middle of Austin called the Umlaw. So it was oh, a wow. really, yeah, it was a really fun, fun way to connect with the city of Austin through outdoor sculpture garden and arts right in, right in the heart of downtown. And I mean, what a hot city for the arts, right? Yeah, it's, you know, they're really trying to keep the arts alive there. It's um, challenging because the city is growing so quickly, but there's um, definitely positives and negatives to every city. For sure. And and I always like to go back with our guests. You know, you're from here. You're from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, your earliest memories of art. Have you always known that, that you love art? You know, I was really lucky. My grandmother and my aunt have always been artists in Jackson. And so I grew up seeing them paint, going to their exhibitions around town. They would bring us to the Mississippi Museum of Art when it was in the old building. And we would go um, down to the Lauren Rogers, go to New Orleans, just different places around this region that had great art facilities. Um, However, it wasn't until college that I actually realized that I wanted to pursue a career in the arts. So that was a surprise a little bit later in life, but I was lucky to at least have that foundation for appreciation of the arts. Are you yourself an artist? I am. I also paint. Oh, wow. What's your medium? Uh, Right now, watercolor, because it's um, easier than getting out the oil paints and you can do a quick watercolor and and uh, have a finished project. Whereas oil, although it's my favorite, it does take, you know, it's hours and hours of dedication. What do you see as um, maybe a formative artistic experience beyond that of your family experience that brought you to where you are today? Growing up in Mississippi was definitely a large part of why I was able to pursue the arts. You know, we're surrounded by such a deep, rich cultural heritage through the writers that are from Mississippi, the visual artists, the musicians. It's just all around us. And so I definitely know that that was a huge influence in my life. And I went to undergraduate at 
the University of Mississippi and started taking art classes there, as well as interning at the University Museum and Historic Homes, which included William Faulkner's historic home, Roanoke. So I really fell in love with the way an art institution can interact with a community and you get to interact with all different types of people in a community and region wide through outreach programs, through in-house programs, through changing exhibitions, different artists coming in and out, the ability to have different concerts, partner with the university, partner with other nonprofits. So I was really fascinated by the ecosystem of an arts institution, just how it can affect so much of a community in a positive way. Sarah, coming most recently from Austin, how does the city of Jackson support you and what you're doing? Jackson has always been really supportive of the arts in Jackson and statewide. Um, It's such a great capital city to be in. And the Arts Commission and Visit Jackson, I know, have been able to work together in the past. And we absolutely look forward to working together in the future. And, you know, I'm just appreciative of what Jackson does, you know, with the murals that have come up over the past couple of years and always supporting the Thiamara Hall, the Art Museum, other cultural events that we have going on constantly in Jackson. We're very lucky. Would you say that since you've been back in Mississippi that you've noticed a a change for the better in the arts culture here in town? I really have. I left Jackson around 2005. So it actually has been quite a while since I lived here full time. And there's definitely been a lot of positive change and growth um, around downtown Fondren, the musical art scene, different galleries popping up, some artist run spaces. The art museum has grown its programming in particular a whole lot since I left. Um, So it's just, it's really great to see that the arts continue to grow and thrive and are a priority in Mississippi and in Jackson. Um, And that's not the case in every city. I've definitely learned that as I've had the privilege of traveling and living other places. So I'm very grateful and can recognize the fact that it is an important aspect of our culture. Here you've talked a lot about the the artistic uh, upbringing that you had with your family and the arts education and experiences you had when you were at the University of Mississippi. But these days, I guess I ask the question, what inspires you now? Well, I think that the arts are an incredible way for humans to express themselves. We learn so much as both the viewer and the observer of both creating a musical piece, writing something down painting, singing, dancing, etc. And then we also experience something as the viewer. We're able to learn more about each other, see the world in a different way, understand differences in other people's experiences, and a lot of times see relations in another person to yourself that you might not see firsthand. And I think that dialogue is so incredibly important, especially what's been going on in the world the past couple of years, just finding ways that we can all connect and come to common ground, remember what's important, um, understand that we are all at our core humans and we're worth all of us are need the platform and time and space to create and think and communicate. And I just love that the arts are able to be a facilitator for that. Yeah, because art is so much more than, than just a visual or auditory medium. It, it infiltrates every part of our lives. It really does. I mean, I think that especially over the year of the pandemic, a lot of folks realized how much they took 
live music for granted, for example, and just the simple fact of having live music at a restaurant or, or even being able to go to a restaurant and experience cooking, which is definitely an art form. Um, you know, so many things that I, I definitely realize um, how much I took for granted and, and have a whole new appreciation for it again. Yeah, it was such a void. And then to feel the arts kind of coming alive again, has that, has it done something to awaken the desire in your spirit to make the arts better here? It really has. Um, I was able to go see the International Ballet um, group perform in Hattiesburg a couple weeks ago for Festival South and have been able to go to the Mississippi Museum of Art here to see the Dusty Bonjay exhibition yes. and the Betty Saar exhibition. And just seeing these incredibly powerful world-class art forms in Mississippi around our community is just so powerful. It just means so much. And I just love that new people get to discover this work. I feel like I constantly get to rediscover and discover new things um, all the time. There's, there's no lack of opportunities to experience the arts around this area. How do you feel, Sarah, that your work is making a difference in the community? You know, through the Mississippi Arts Commission, um, one thing that most people know us for is that we give out grants, which we receive <laughs> funds from the federal and state sources and also private funding. So that's an immediate way that we, in very visible way that we help um, both artists, arts organizations, schools, and projects throughout the state of Mississippi. It's so incredible to see everything that we support from quilters to festivals to arts integration programs and schools around the state to musicians. I mean, sometimes it's even painters that need to buy painting supplies. There's the, it's such a wide, varied uh, amount of people that we're able to support through the arts. And, and in turn, those festivals, these museums, these theaters, they serve, you know, hundreds of more people. I think we calculated one year that about 3 million people are reached through the arts in Mississippi every year, wow. which is really powerful. And, um, and then we're also really love that we're a statewide organization that can help tell the story of the arts in Mississippi. We can bring a more positive light to Mississippi through the incredible arts that we have. So that's that's something that I'm really excited about right now and something we're starting to focus on over the next year. As you look at the amount of time that you've been here in Mississippi as the director of the Arts Commission, are you seeing that that the arts programming that you all have done either virtually or in person and the things that you're planning to do over the next several years, do you see that as a catalyst to help build the arts here in Mississippi? Do you, do you think the art scene is, is getting stronger here because of it? Absolutely. I, I think the more that we're able to help raise the visibility of the arts, then more artists are able, and by artists, I mean musicians, everyone, writers are able to succeed in a place like Mississippi when they feel supported, when they feel like they matter, when they feel like this is a culture and state that really care about the arts and uh, the Arts Commission ability to both support, to promote, to have programming for, to convene, to have annual awards for all of these mediums. It's just really critical to um, our community's ability to maintain its artistic culture. If you had 24 hours to show off Jackson, what would you focus on? That's a great question. I would definitely focus on 
some cultural activities such as the new civil rights and Mississippi history museums. The art museum is always a favorite of mine, especially the beautiful gardens that they have this time of year. I also love the ability to walk around Fondren and just eat at the different restaurants. I frequent Saltine and Dumbo's <laughs> way too often and Walker's as well. It's also really fun to be able to walk people around Bellhaven, let them see the great universities, the Fairview Inn, Eudora Welty's home. It's just a city that, you know, I don't know how to decide about 24 hours because there's just... It's, it's difficult. We usually have to say there are no rules. So just take that 24 hours and roll so with it. So we eat. Exactly. You can eat all you want. Hour <laughs> yes. Progressive foodie tour. Yes. Right. And then, of course, my um, current favorite restaurant in my neighborhood is Elvie's. Mm-hmm. So that's been just a real lovely addition to Jackson and yes. to the neighborhood of Bellhaven. So just really proud of those guys for making that work even during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know you've probably had a chance, too, to check out the public art map that Visit Jackson curated last year. And uh, what about some of the murals around town? Have you made your way around, done the tour and figured out where your favorite pieces are? Yes, there's so many. Y'all did such a great job. Um, We have actually one of our staff members did the piece on Ferris Street, Adrian Dominic, um, which is just lovely. It just really speaks to that street and the area of Jackson and that community so well. And so that's probably one of my favorite ones. But they're all just beautiful. And it's incredible to just see. I love how you guys captured some of history in the murals as well. They're popping up everywhere, seemingly new murals every week. And that is such a big part of the culture here in town now is, is take the public art tour. Absolutely. It's great. Sarah, where can we find out more about you and about the work that you do for the Mississippi Arts Commission and for all of Jackson and Mississippi? So we have an incredible website that is very informative, mississippiartscommission.org. And you can sign up for our newsletter there. We're also on all of the social media platforms. Miss MS Arts Commission on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And then I also um, add to my Instagram account on a weekly basis as I get to travel around the state and discover new artists and new institutions and hear from uh, different communities about the arts. And that's at Sarah Story Art Life. Now, here's what we're loving in the city with soul, a segment where we talk about a place or a thing that has us really excited about Jackson. And today, that's the city's hidden gems. For example, the Eco Shed in the Industry Park neighborhood, their food lab, the Flamingo event space, coffee pros, collective goods, Mississippi made products, and their working farm. In Midtown, the Midtown Depot, Art, Park, and Beer Garden has opened near Millsaps College. There's a Frank Lloyd Wright house in Jackson, a really unique Usonian-style home, and it's in Fondren. And the Mississippi River Basin Model at Buddy Butts Park. Look that one up. You've got to take a day and go explore. Jackson is also home to The Vault with their 150,000-square-foot warehouse, featuring a showroom filled with classic cars and even event space. America's first museum of Muslim cultures. Not only is that a hidden gem in our city, but a rare one at that. The oldest running soul music label in the country, that would be Malico Records, with artists recording there for almost 60 years. 
And of course, public art, murals and street art with new pieces seemingly popping up overnight. Head to visitjackson.com right there on the front page to learn more about these and other hidden gems. Soul Sessions is hosted by me, Kim Lewis. And me, Paul Wolf. Our show is produced by Visit Jackson in association with MWB Studios. Our executive producer is Ricky Thigpen. We were recorded and mixed by Parker James. Our theme music is by Tania Sanders, recorded at Malico Studios right here in Jackson. Special thanks this episode to Sarah Story, Jonathan Pettis, and Mark Leffler. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Paul Wolf. And I'm Kim Lewis. And you've been listening to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions.